This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, what's up, New Orleans? What's up across the Gulf South? And to you listening across the world at WWL.com and the Radio.com app. Welcome into the show. We have a monster show planned for you. Got a lot of Pelicans and NBA and Anthony Davis to talk about here in hour number one. If you missed it less than an hour ago, the Pelicans released a statement that says they will play Anthony Davis during the rest of the season, even though he has demanded that trade. I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. We'll get to that statement. We'll get to your thoughts on this. Also, the Pelicans making a couple of trades over the past 24 hours or so. They traded Nikola Mirotic to the Bucks, and they also made a trade with the Washington Wizards. Pelicans getting a handful of second-round draft picks combined in those two moves. We'll get to those, some of the other deals across the NBA. Nathan Brown of The Advocate is going to join us. Also, LeBron James and really everybody in Los Angeles around the Lakers whining and complaining now that the Pelicans didn't bend the knee to the Lakers and acquiesce to everything that they wanted. I think it's a little pathetic. We'll get to that second half of the hour. Our Blue Runner Foods opinion poll, did the Pelicans make the right choice in not trading Anthony Davis? You can log on to www.com, cast your vote there. Radio.com app has it as well. Hour two, we've got to get to this David Onyemana situation, a raid by the JPSO that I think is just the height of absurdity here. And I wrote a commentary that you can find online at WWL.com, just published about an hour or so ago, on why I think it's not only disgraceful, I also think of marijuana laws are disgraceful across the country and why David Onyemata is no villain here by any stretch of the imagination. Did he do some things that are wrong? Sure. Was this a publicity stunt by JPSO? Maybe. The only sure thing in all this is the marijuana laws of our society are ridiculous and the marijuana policy in the NFL is equally absurd. So we'll get to all that in hour number two when Mike Dettelier comes in. LSU hoops in hour three, Coach John Brady. He swings on in to talk about yesterday's win, outstanding performance by Nas Reed, and then Ralph Michaels out in Vegas to cap us off. So welcome into our show, Logan Falgu's behind the glass, but we're going to start off talking about the moves the Pelicans made that, frankly, I like. I really like one, and that's the Pelicans' trade of Nikola Mirotic to the Bucks. They traded Nico to Milwaukee, the leaders in the Eastern Conference right now, and they will receive in return four second-round picks, plus a couple of players. Jason Smith, he'll be gone center forward at the end of the season. But Stanley Johnson, whose contract is expiring, a wing but he's an RFA, a restricted free agent, meaning the Pelicans will have a chance to match any offer made to him in free agency and bring him back. A little disappointing in his career so far, but he's averaging 7.5 points, 3.5 rebounds per game, only 22 years old. Lots of growth potential there. 
I like that move. A, a project of a player, but also four second-round picks for Nico Meritich, whose contract was expiring. You weren't going to get a first-round pick for Nico. It just wasn't happening. Four second-round picks allow the Pelicans more things to throw at the wall and hope something sticks. Now, the other trade that they made was with the Washington Wizards. They sent Wesley Johnson to the Wizards in exchange for Markeith Morris and a second-round pick. So they get another second-round pick there. That was last night. Morris, 11.5 points, 5.5 rebounds per game this season. Won't cost him anything after this year. Not signed beyond this season. Now, the Wizards made that move more for salary cap relief. Certainly, Morris the better player than Johnson. So you're wondering, well, if that's the case, why did they add a second-round pick in there? A pick in there. That's because the salary cap relief got them below that luxury tax threshold. Johnson was averaging less than three points a minute per game here for the Pelicans. So the Pelicans made those two deals. No Anthony Davis deal. We've been telling you all week long, it just wasn't going to happen, regardless of the whining and complaining coming out of Los Angeles. But the bigger news today, as far as the Pelicans are concerned, at least tonight, was that Dell Demps said through a statement released by the Pelicans tonight that Anthony Davis will play the remainder of the 2018-19 season. Here's what Demp said in the statement. Quote, a number of factors contributed to this decision. Ultimately, Anthony made it clear to us he wants to play, and he gives our team the best opportunity to win games. Moreover, the Pelicans want to preserve the integrity of the game and align our organization with NBA policies. We believe Anthony playing upholds the values that are in the best interest of the NBA and its fans. We look forward to seeing Anthony in a Pelicans uniform soon. End quote. Well, that's all fine. If... Dell Demps, who I don't believe is really making this decision. This was probably Mickey Loomis specifically. A lot of Alvin Gentry may be involved in this because you can kind of read the body language and think Alvin Gentry wanted Anthony Davis to play because his job is to win basketball games, and that's certainly a lot easier, easier with Anthony Davis. But from an organizational perspective, I don't really get this. I'm just going to be honest. I don't. You can talk about integrity of the game, aligning yourselves to that, making sure you do the best thing for the fans in the NBA or here in the city. And that sounds good. And you think it makes sense. But I'm sorry, this is a business, which Anthony Davis made abundantly clear. This cuts both ways. Yes, it's a business from franchises' perspectives too. It's ruthless at times. Guys get cuts. Cut. Guys lose jobs. Guys get traded. Have to move from city to city. But on the opposite side of that, not only are they making a ton of money, let's be honest here, but also the players have a lot of power in this league. And when Anthony Davis, really as a pawn of Clutch Sports and the Los Angeles Lakers and LeBron James, drops the bomb two weeks before the trade deadline that he wants out, he doesn't like this organization, he didn't say those things. Let's be honest here. The reason that he wants out is he doesn't like how this organization is run. He doesn't think his teammates are worthy of his talents. Whether he's right or wrong, that's what he's saying by demanding the trade and saying he's not going to sign here long term. So when he says that, there's no loyalty from Anthony Davis to these players. There's no loyalty from Anthony Davis to Pelicans fans. I've said all, I've said all week and all last week, I don't fault Anthony Davis for wanting out of here. I don't. There's 0% of me that 
has any ill will toward Anthony Davis because he wants to leave. It's a business. We've seen this for a long time, not only in the NBA, but across the professional sports landscape. If you're too, if you're naive enough to think when somebody gets drafted anymore, even if he's a star like Anthony Davis, to the team you root for or you cover, that he's going to stick around his entire career, well, that's a relic of the past. That doesn't really happen anymore. Even Drew Brees, he wasn't here at the start of his career, right? Played here for a while, but he was in San Diego at the start of his career. Michael Jordan didn't even play his entire career in Chicago. He went to Washington towards the end of that career. This doesn't make sense for the Pelicans if they're trying to protect their best interest. If they're trying to somehow bend down to the wills of Adam Silver and the NBA league offices who assuredly were putting pressure on them, or Clutch Sports, or Anthony Davis, who might have been threatening some stuff behind the scenes, some kind of action with the Players Association. If you're worried about that, okay, I don't think you should have been. But if you're worried about what Anthony Davis, his only value to you as an organization left, is his trade value, it does not matter if you win any games this season with Anthony Davis. It does not matter how many times he suits up for you. There aren't going to be many more fans coming to games because Anthony Davis plays there. Maybe in his final game, you might sell the place out or something. But that is completely negated by the risk you have of him injuring himself again, like he's done so many times in his career. This is an injury-prone dude. And also, you don't want to win games. I, you can take this stand that – how did Del Demps phrase this here? Here's the quote. Pelicans want to pervert, preserve the integrity of the game and align our organization with NBA policies, end quote. You can say that, but the train's already passed you up. Tanking the process happens everywhere in the NBA now. Pelicans making some noble sacrifice of themselves to the integrity gods isn't going to change a darn thing. It might get a smirk from LeBron James and everybody in Los Angeles and Anthony Davis's representatives. You aren't doing your team any good. You are not doing the Pelicans franchise and organization one darn bit of good by playing Anthony Davis. I believe this show is as in touch with the Pelicans fan base as any show out there in this market. I have not had one person, not a single Pelicans fan, the past two weeks when we've been talking about this, say that they think Anthony Davis should play again for this franchise. Why do I bring that up? Because the fans wouldn't have been mad at you, Del Demps or Mickey Loomis or Gail Benson, whoever's orchestrating this decision. The fans weren't going to go in revolt because you didn't play Anthony Davis, and you had every contractual right. They might have tried to fight it, the Players Association, but you had every contractual right to not play Anthony Davis. I think the Pelicans have made the right decisions over the last couple of weeks. I like the trade of Nico, what they got in return. I like that deal of moving Wesley Johnson for a second-round pick. I also like that they didn't move Anthony Davis. They don't need to be applauded for that. 
but they made the right decisions. His value in the trade market will increase this summer. The one misstep here is announcing that you're going to play Anthony Davis the rest of this year. It doesn't make sense. You don't owe Anthony Davis that. I'm sorry if that sounds harsh. Maybe it is. You owe him the money on that contract. Just like if he wants to go somewhere else, you don't have to play the guy. So I'm a little disappointed in that. But I guess the seed has been sowed, so to speak. We'll take your calls next, 504-260-1870. That's the phone number. It's area code 504-260-1870. And our text line is 870-870. This is the last lap on WWL. Welcome back to the show. Starting off talking a little NBA trade deadline. Pelicans make a, a couple moves. Nico Miritich, farewell, three cola. It was fun while it lasted. It was going to be a free agent this summer. Pelicans weren't going to bring him back while they are rebuilding. So I wish, it certainly is me, I wish him the best. He goes to the Bucks, who are a contender to get to the finals. They're the best team in the East right now, in my mind. Also, the Pelicans sending Wesley Johnson to the Wizards. Combined on those two trades, they get five second-round picks. Five second-round picks. Plus, they get a player back in the uh, Nico Miritich trade, Stanley Johnson, wing, young guy, 22 years old, restricted free agent after this season. You give him a few months to play here and then you make a decision on whether you want to bring him back or not. So I like those moves. I do. What I don't like tonight is them announcing that Anthony Davis will play the rest of the season. I, I, it doesn't make sense to me. That's a noble gesture, Pelicans front office. And this could have been, and I don't want to make any assumptions here necessarily. This is just my own opinion. Maybe I, let me rephrase that. I don't want to act like I know or this is fact. I am going to make an assumption here. This feels a little bit like something that maybe Gail Benson, because she is involved, regardless of what some of the national people want you to assume here, she's involved with this franchise. She goes to every game, almost every game. We obviously know that she had a relationship with Anthony Davis, and she brings class with her in multiple respects. This feels like something Gail Benson might have had a hand in, and that's her right as an owner. I just don't think it makes sense from a, in the best interest of the Pelicans franchise. It just doesn't. You're not helping yourself in any way by playing Anthony Davis. It's not like you're going to have – a free agent in a couple of years, two, three, four years when you're relevant again, say, well, you know, there was that one year that they let Anthony Davis play after he demanded a trade, so I think I'm going to sign here. It doesn't work like that. Nobody's going to remember this gesture down the road. It could hurt you, especially if this injury-prone star of yours gets hurt. Let's go to the phone lines. Johnny in Mobile. What's going on, Johnny? Hey, Seth. Hey, Johnny. Yeah, I'm kind of upset with the AD thing. Uh, Tell me why. I really think it's the league trying to let him play. So why can't you dress him out and just let him sit the bench? I mean, is it in his contract that he has to start and he has to play? I mean, you're pretty much tanking right now. You, you're getting all these draft picks from, uh, you know, today in the trade. And uh, I bet you if you put a poll up right now on WWL, nine out of ten people would say we're trying to tank. You know, that's. That's yeah. the main thing. I mean, it's pretty much we should be doing that instead of playing him. Well, they that's should. That's that's another way you hurt yourself. You win two, three, four, five, whatever, more games than you would have without Anthony Davis. 
you're not making the playoffs. You're, what are you, eight games back with 30 to play? You're not climbing that mountain. Especially after you trade Nico and you're making moves here to really set the stage for a rebuild this summer. I think you're going to do is cost yourself ping pong balls. I don't know if it was the NBA having a hand in this. I mean, they, they I'm sure maybe they had conversations with the Pelicans, but they had conversations with the Spurs for years about Greg Popovich resting his stars throughout the season a lot. They didn't make Greg Popovich play these guys, even to the protest of the Players Association or some across the league. They weren't going to force the Pelicans to play Anthony Davis. I wrote about that. Here's a text from the 504. I heard AD was going to file a union grievance if he wouldn't have been allowed to play from ESPN. He probably would have filed a grievance. Doesn't mean he would have won the grievance. This is just contract 101. Unless there was something in his contract that stipulated that he could play when he was healthy or would be allowed to play when he's healthy. This is Again, this is contract 101. If the contract says, I'm going to pay you X amount, in that contract usually it doesn't say, well, you also get to be on the court. If they pay him his money, that's what they owe him. In my contract here, if they wanted to yank me off the air without cause until my contract expires, the only thing they would have to do is pay me. They, they could stow me in the back closet for all they wanted. It's basic contract stuff here. I could complain. They're going to win that battle. 504-260-1870 is the text number, uh, the phone number rather. Text number is 870-870. Nathan Brown of the Advocates is going to join us next, plus more of your calls. It's Logan Falgu behind the glass. I'm Seth Dunlap, and this is the last lap on WWL. This has nothing to do with sports, but this was just breaking news here, at least recently, that just came up on my social media feed. Jeff Bezos, the the uh, owner founder of Amazon, apparently uh, Bezos. Am I pronouncing that wrong? I always say Bezos. Is it Bezos, Logan? Okay, see, Logan corrected me there. Um, yeah, okay, there. <laughs> he says that's how South Park pronounces. It. I like it. Uh, okay, so Jeff Bezos. I don't see this. Is, I'm you know I'm a sports guy, I guess. Uh, Jeff Bezos apparently is in a huge beef with the National Enquirer. It just released a bunch of emails that says the National Enquirer was threatening to expose a bunch of his intimate photos uh, with his wife. They're in the process of getting a divorce unless Bezos gave the Inquirer a bunch of money here. This looks like a pretty explosive extortion scandal. Just breaking on my news feed. So anyways, there you go. Let's bring on in Nathan Brown to that. Uh, Nathan, you're following an explosive report on Jeff Bezos and the National Enquirer. So welcome on, <laughs> welcome on into that bombshell. What's going on, man? Thanks for having me, Seth. <laughs> Nathan Brown of The Advocate. Got to talk some Pelicans and Anthony Davis here. Let's start with the lead. Let's not bury it. Just a little bit ago, less than an hour ago, the Pelicans in a statement saying they will play Anthony Davis the rest of the season. Talked about integrity in that statement. What do you make of this, Nathan? Um, I mean, from what it sounds like, um, the Pelicans have had some sort of conversations with the NBA regarding, um, you know, whether they could get away with benching Davis for the remainder of the last 27 games of their regular season. And, you know, what I would guess is um, that the NBA essentially said that there would be some sort of penalty involved if they did that, knowing, uh, you know, that their wishes to trade him in the off season. So, I mean, that's, that's the most uh, common sense thing to read from it because the, you know, if that wasn't involved, um, certainly the, the best decision for them 
long-term would be to bench him and not risk any sort of an injury in these last couple games of the season. Yeah, that's kind of what I read into it also, but could the league really force the Pelicans to play any player? That seems an incredible overreach by the commissioner. What kind of Pandora's box would that open? I'm not exactly sure the rule on that. I know, you know, we've in the past teams have dealt with issues. Uh, you know, the one team that comes to mind is um, the Spurs with Greg Popovich, you know, his um, love of benching guys on, you know, big night stars like Kawhi Leonard or, or Tim Duncan in the past um, when they needed quote unquote rest. Um, if my memory serves me correctly, there's been some sort of either penalty or, uh, some sort of swift statement from the league when teams have done that in the past bench players, you know, whether they were out of playoff contention or uh, there was possibility that they could be traded soon. So I don't know the specifics of what the league could do there, but it sounds like whether the Pelicans um, just want to be in good graces with the league, or if there was actually truly some sort of penalty that they could levy on them for benching them or for, for benching Davis, um, something happened in the last uh couple hours yeah it's just it's a little weird to me Nathan I mean this guy said that he didn't want to be part of your organization essentially said that he didn't really care for the players that he was surrounded with here and yet the league is going to force <laughs> this team to play Anthony Davis I'm just I, I don't I don't really understand it man like I I just don't, I don't either um it's a it's a confusing position that they put themselves in certainly um something that Davis is camp his agent rich paul and um you know everyone around davis certainly hoped that leaking this well not not leak just publicly saying um about a week and a half ago that he wished to be traded they hoped that something would happen by the trade deadline presumably hopefully to los angeles but as we saw this afternoon that didn't come to fruition but the pelicans made a couple of trades here Nico Miritich to the bucks they also made a deal with the washington wizards they get five draft picks back plus a young player who's been a relative disappointment, Stanley Johnson, but at least you get a look at him before his RFA this offseason. What do you make of these two deals? Um, you know, I think at least first off with Miritich, he's been a, a productive player for them, but I think um, maybe the you know the reason for trying to deal him is that despite his great shooting percentages, um, you know, the, a fairly strong shooting forward, he just doesn't quite always fit into their style of play um you know wanting to to push the pace play quickly put up lots of shots and put up ideally lots of points on the board um i think he certainly played a big role in them you know making it all the way to the second round of the playoffs last year um would have liked to see something work out for him a little bit more i think he's a you know that his situation was just that he was a a great player and maybe just not the perfect fit for a team that's looking to try to do some sort of colossal rebuild probably uh, not too far down the road with losing Davis in the near future. Nathan Brown joining us here on the last lap covers the Saints and Pelicans for the advocate at N Brown advocate on Twitter and the colossal rebuild has already begun with those trades and it will hit its peak this summer so how do you think this is going to play out Nathan is are the rumors you're hearing too they're going to go through a front office restructure try to get somebody in here in the general manager spot president of basketball operations spot before they trade Anthony Davis this summer I don't know. It's been the rumor, certainly around um, you know media people around the organization. Not only the last couple of weeks, but really um, a lot of this season is that uh, you know some people felt like Dell 
Demps didn't have the, uh, you know, the authority or the blessing from uh, from Miss Benson to make any sort of big uh, Anthony Davis trade this, you know, this last week or so. That was, you know, a report that was coming out. Um, other people were saying that they just didn't want to make this trade um, when they didn't have to, and you know, when they might potentially make some sort of big reshuffling in the front office this offseason. So we'll have to see on that. My guess is, uh, you know, to not be surprised considering that their season is only going to go into to April. The trade window doesn't open up until July. So if they're going to make some sort of change, I would certainly think that it would happen before trade talks could open back up for Anthony in July. Julius Randle wasn't moved. There were some thoughts that he might be he's on that one-year deal with a player option. You think he's going to decline that with how he's playing, get a payday either here or somewhere else. Why didn't they move him? Do they see him as a long-term fit? Um, I'm not 100% certain on that. I, I think the fact that they were um, – shopping him you got to think you know if he you know, has that option this off season you know i gotta gotta think that knowing a team is trying to find a way to trade you um certainly doesn't sit well for a locker room that's um really been full of a lot of those rumors this week obviously his name was thrown around with mira Tish's, um over the last few days um there's certainly a chance that they could bring him back i think he's got a lot of potential um you know we've seen some sparks from him from time to time this season when he's been able to play but um when they're going to go through some sort of big rebuild it would be certainly not surprising to see him lost in the in the big shuffle it's nathan brown of the advocates covers the pelicans and the saints there nathan appreciate the insights tonight thanks for joining us absolutely thanks all right, there he goes, at Advocate on Twitter. If you want to give him a follow there, and oh, lots more coming here for the Pelicans over the next few months and, of course, into the summer. Let's go to the phone lines. Larry in Algiers, welcome into the show. Larry, what's going on? Yeah, thanks for taking my call. Oh, Miss Anthony Davies, why not try to – you seem to look at what's best for the Pelicans to fit him. But what about what Anthony Davis agreed to do for the Southern Pelicans was to play ball. He came here to play ball, not to sit. Okay. He also. Why would you? Why would you sit a man of that stature and you playing for the chance? That's a slap in the face of the fans. What? What are you? What are you playing for? He's playing for money, but he's here to play to play ball. You think? You think he's going to earn? You think he's going to earn more money by playing out the rest of the season, Larry? No, but, you know, everybody can change their mind. He can change his mind. He wants to stay here. The Pelicans show that they're trying to win something, and everything is working okay. Okay, Larry, can I just ask what industry you work in, Larry? Or what did? Well, I don't work up. I don't. I work for the Navy. Okay. I'm a retired engineer. Okay. If you went into your job, or if I go into my job, and I tell my bosses and everybody I work with, I give them the big middle finger, and I say, I don't want to work with you anymore. I'm better than you, and I want to go somewhere else and work. Do you think that you should be really back in the same job that you were, or do you think you would be relieved of your duties? No. Well, we got Larry dropped there. I think the answer is pretty simple. I worked in a lot of different industries. I worked in the service industry for a very long time. Put myself through college, um, partially with that, high school, 
lower middle class family, so kind of had to work high school for my own money. I guarantee you, if I would have went in and told my bosses, yeah, you know what, your place stinks. I don't want to work here anymore. I'm going to finish out uh, the next summer. I'm going to I'm going to work here four more years, and I'm going somewhere else because I don't like you. I don't like how you run your place. You know what they're going to do? They're not going to let me come back to work. If I have a contract, which I do here, if I go into the corner office and I tell them, uh, yeah, you're running this place lousily. I don't like the people you surrounded me with. I don't like you. I don't like what you've, you've done to the place while I've worked here. And I'm going to be looking for uh, another job right now. I'm going to go somewhere else because I don't like you. You know what they're going to do? They're going to say, uh, Seth, you're not working here anymore. You can't diss us like that publicly, especially if I'm doing that publicly. And my agents are releasing that to the media. Can you imagine that? Sorry, I don't agree with you should allow him to play. No, you owe him the money on the contract. You do not owe him a spot on the court. Thanks for the call, though, Larry. 504-260-1870. That's the number. Text line is 870-870. I'm Seth Dunlap. It's the last lap. I'm on WWL. Text from the 504. This will not end well. AD will be booed without mercy. I mean, frankly, as he kind of should be, it's by the fans. He's basically telling you the fans, Anthony Davis, by requesting the trade, and he has every right to. I'll keep saying that until he actually moves on. He has every right to do that. Ruthless business, and it should work both ways. It's ruthless in the front office towards the players. NBA players have more power than any other professional sports league in America. It goes both ways. They're a little ruthless to their teams and, yes, their fan bases. I think he should be booed pretty vociferously. He just basically said, uh, your city's not good enough, this team's not good enough, and in peace, I'm out. Plus, he hasn't acted like the mature guy that some people thought he was this last week or so. No conversation with Gail Benson is what he said in the locker room. He's basically lying to the media or being dishonest to the media. The L word's kind of harsh, but dishonest with the media on certain aspects of all this last week, too. So I don't think he's endeared himself too well. Yeah, I would imagine those boos, as they should, in my view, are going to rain down very loudly towards Anthony Davis the rest of the season. If you're wondering why I'm saying that, it's because the Pelicans released a statement earlier tonight that said he will play the rest of the season. I don't agree with it, but that's what they're doing. Let's go back to the phone lines. Jay and Slidell, welcome to the show. Hey, Seth. Hey, Jay. Um, and I don't I don't know all of the, uh, the details like you do, but I don't think, you know, walking into any other job other than – uh, you know, uh, 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 professional sports is the same. You know, um, I think he was trying to get traded this season, and it's probably why he did some of the things he did because he wanted to get on a team that had a shot at going to the playoffs and, you know, maybe maybe winning a championship. I don't know. I mean, um, I, I'm not saying that what he did was right, but, I mean, it's not the same as walking in to your job and going, hey, uh Y'all don't know what you're doing. I'm looking for another job. What you do is you go look for another job, and then you go, hey, I got another job. I can work two more weeks. And they go, oh, we don't need you to work for two more weeks usually. That's usually how it works, right? You know. Yeah, but isn't it a little different because his agents leaked this, or L.A. leaked it, one of the two, that he wanted to get out of here? right? If he had done this quietly behind the scenes, I think it would be a little bit different. Also, couldn't the Pelicans just say – Look, we're not worried about you anymore. We want to get some of these young guys some playing time. 
and not play him. I mean, how could the league stop that? Isn't this team, this franchise, this coaching staff supposed to have the best interest of the franchise? I, we, Jay, what benefits do the Pelicans have by playing Anthony Davis? That's where I'm well, searching I, here. I don't know why they would play him unless, you know, there's something they were saying in the collective bargaining agreement or something mm-hmm. that if he wants to play, you know, if they're going to keep him and not trade him, they got to let him play. I don't know. But I agree with you completely. Why play the guy? But I understand why he did what he did because he was trying to get traded. No, so, you know? uh, yeah, no, Jay, I'm, I'm in lockstep with you there. I, like I've said, I un- completely understand why he did what he did. Do I agree with all the ways that Clutch Sports and Rich Paul and he did it? No. But he has the right to do that. I, I, I agree with that. He's probably pretty frustrated here. One of the best players on the planet and going to be sitting out of the playoffs here for the fifth time in seven years. I'd be frustrated too. It's just a really, really slippery slope. We don't know if this happened or not. Nathan Brown, our guest from The Advocate, thought it might. And there's speculation around the interwebs right now that the NBA might have pressured the Pelicans into this decision with playing Anthony Davis. I don't know how you back this up, even an arbitration or a court of law. I, I, what's the measuring stick here? Is it just because he's paid so much? Is it just because he's good? Well, what's best for the franchise? Isn't what's best for the franchise, isn't, doesn't that vary from city to city, from team to team? What about if the best thing for this franchise is to not play him because he might get hurt? What about if the best thing for this franchise is to play some of these young guys that you've got. Are we going to start watching the minutes Anthony Davis plays now? If Anthony Davis plays 20 minutes a game, is the Emmy going to come knocking on the door and going, yeah, uh, uh, Alvin Gentry, you know, you actually need to play him at least 36 minutes a game. Where does it end? That's where I'm getting to here at the end of this. Where does this end? Are we going to have the commissioner's office in the NBA in every situation dictating who plays when? What about if they were healthy and they thought, just this is a, an example here, they thought a player who was making a lot of money, who's a very good player, I don't think Meta World Peace back in the day, or Dennis Rodman, whoever it would have been. Say he's a locker room cancer, fighting with his teammates off the court, can't stand him, but, I mean, he averages 20 points and 10 rebounds a game. Rodman didn't, just use an example here. Averages 20 points and 10 rebounds a game. What's the commissioner going to say? A lot of fans like the guy. He's averaging a lot of points for you. He's pretty productive, so you got to play the guy. I want no part of this. I want no part of a world where the NBA, Adam Silver, or suits in an office can dictate how much players on the franchise play. Seems a little absurd to me. Text from the 504. If AD does play, make sure they wrap his legs in bubble wrap. Uh, Make sure you wrap all of him in bubble wrap. With the way he gets hurt. 504-260-1870. Our text line is 870-870. We'd love to hear from you on this. And our Blue Round of Foods opinion poll at WWL.com. Did the Pelicans make the right choice in not trading Anthony Davis? Back after this on the last lap. Right back to the phone lines. Let's go to Morgan on the highway. What's up, Morgan? Thank you for taking my call. You're welcome. What's up? Um, I'm leaving work and I'm on the road and I'm listening to you talk about the AD situation. And I was thinking to myself, I have no problems with, I enjoyed him while he was here. It was good enough for me. He was the draw all the time. 
Key and Drew was just, I loved going to watch them play. I understand the business of sports. And we can just move on and get better or rebuild or whatever word you want to use. But I didn't get at any point in time that he said that he hated the city, he hated playing for us, or any of that. It sounds like, uh, I don't know, that that interpretation fits like maybe your salty feeling about it. Uh, why do you think that I'm salty about it, Morgan? I've said that he has every right to do it. Because your interpretation of how he felt was not the way I heard it. Well, I mean, he said he he said he wouldn't resign here. I mean, that's what he said. He said he wanted to be traded, didn't want to play here anymore, and he would not resign with the New Orleans Pelicans. Those are his words, not mine. And that that is acceptable, but not the idea that he hated the city. He hated. The I didn't place. say he hated the city. When did I say that? And no, what you when you were ranting on about, you know, could you go to your job and say I hate this place and. I hate where you, what you've done to the job. And I mean, that's that's what he told him. But, Morgan, that's here's the thing. That's what he did in those conversations. That's what his agents did. It's not like the Pelicans just looked at Rich Paul. And when Rich Paul came to Dell Dempster and Ricky Loomis and called him up and said, yeah, Anthony Davis doesn't want to play for you anymore. He wants to be traded. It's not like Dell just went, oh, okay. No, of course they asked him. And you got to imagine – <laughs> the conversation why was the question and he said well you're not winning enough I don't like how you've structured this team we don't like the players you got around Anthony Davis I mean it's not far of a stretch here All right Facebook live and more of your calls coming this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.